Section 31 of Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 9. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Josh Kibbe. Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 9. Section 31. Hymn to Zeus by Cleanthes. Cleanthes, 331-232 B.C. Cleanthes, the immediate successor of Zeno, the founder of Stoicism, was born at Assos, in the Troad, in B.C. 331. Of his early life we know nothing, except that he was for a time a prize-fighter. About the age of thirty he came to Athens with less than a dollar in his pocket and entered the school of Zeno, where he remained for some nineteen years. At one time the court of Areopagus, not seeing how he could make an honest livelihood, summoned him to appear before it and give an account of himself. He did so, bringing with him his employers, who proved that he spent much of the night in carrying water for gardens or in kneading dough. The court, filled with admiration, offered him a pension, which he refused by the advice of his master, who thought the practice of self-dependence and strong endurance an essential part of education. Cleanthes' mind was slow of comprehension, but extremely retentive, like a hard tablet, Zeno said, which retains clearest and longest what is written on it. He was not an original thinker, but the strength and loftiness of his character and his strong religious sense gave him an authority which no other member of the school could claim. For many years, head of the Stoa, he reached the ripe age of ninety-nine, when, falling sick, he refused to take food and died of voluntary starvation in B.C. 232. Long afterwards, the Roman Senate caused the statue to be erected to his memory in his native town. Almost the only writing of his that has come down to us is his noble hymn to the Supreme Being. Hymn to Zeus Most glorious of all, the undying, many-named, girt round with awe, Jove, author of nature, applying to all things the rudder of law. Hail, hail, for it justly rejoices the races, whose life is a span to lift unto thee their voices, the author and framer of man. For we are thy sons. Thou didst give us the symbols of speech at our birth, alone of the things that live, and mortal move upon earth. Wherefore thou shalt find me extolling, and ever singing thy praise, since thee the great universe rolling on its path round the world obeys. Obeys thee, wherever thou guidest, and gladly is bound in thy bands, so great is the power thou confidest with strong and invincible hands, to thy mighty ministering servant, the bolt of the thunder that flies, two-edged like a sword, and fervent that is living and never dies. All nature, in fear and dismay, doth quake in the path of its stroke, what time thou preparest the way for the one word thy lips have spoke, which blends with lights smaller and greater, which pervadeth and thrilleth all things, so great is thy power and thy nature, in the universe highest of kings. On earth, of all deeds that are done, O God, there is none without thee. In the holy ether not one, nor one on the face of the sea, save the deeds that evil men, driven by their own blind folly, have planned. But things that have grown uneven are made even again by thy hand, and things unseemly grow seemly, the unfriendly are friendly to thee. For so good and evil supremely thou hast blended in one by decree. For all thy decree is one ever, a word that endureth for aye, 
which mortals, rebellious, endeavoured to flee from and shun to obey. Ill-fated that, worn with proneness for the lordship of goodly things, neither hear nor behold, in its oneness, the law that divinity brings. Which men with reason obeying, might attain unto glorious life, no longer aimlessly straying in the paths of ignoble strife. There are men with a zeal unblessed, that are wearied with following of fame, and men with a baser quest that are turned to lucre and shame. There are men, too, that pamper and pleasure the flesh with delicate stings. All these desire beyond measure to be other than all these things. Great Jove, all-giver, dark-clouded, great lord of the thunderbolt's breath, deliver the men that are shrouded in ignorance dismal as death. O oh, Father, dispel from their souls the darkness, and grant them the light, of reason thy stay, when the whole wide world thou rulest with might, that we, being honoured, may honour thy name with the music of hymns, extolling the deeds of the donor, unceasing, as rightly beseems mankind, for no worthier trust is awarded to God or to man, than forever to glory with justice in the law that endures and is one. End of section 31